You're a successful business owner or entrepreneur. You love it, but it consumes your entire day and sometimes your entire night. This is the Seven Figure Builder Show. It's a backstage pass to the minds of those who've already cracked the code. Welcome to the Seven Figure Builder Show. And now your host, Julie Baranek. Well, welcome to the Seven Figure Builder Show. My name is Julie Baranek, founder of Seven Figure Builder, where we help high achieving CEOs connect with their dream clients to scale to seven figures and beyond. I'm here today with my friend, Samantha Kaplan. Hey, Samantha. Hello there. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm excited to chat with you and get into all the creative world that we're going to talk about today. So this will be awesome. Yeah, I, I love I love it. Yeah. But I was as I was telling Julie before, I really I specialize in working with artists and creatives, being an artist and creative myself. So I love how we're talking about expanding what most artists and creatives think they could do based on what society programs you to do. Definitely. Definitely. So first and foremost, where in the world are you? I'm in Westchester, New York at the moment. I'm looking to move to Hawaii, but right now I'm in New York. <laughs> wow, that's a huge yeah. jump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is a huge jump. And I'm just waiting for divine synchronicity to find the right place at the right time. And that's the only thing that's holding me back. Um, But yeah, it's, it's sometimes you go to places and you're there and you're just like, yep, this is this feels (laughs) like I feel like I could fully be myself. And it's like, and it's just easy. Like there's just just because the space, the environment creates that space for you. Definitely. Yeah. And you got to go with your gut, right? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, for those people that haven't met you yet, can you tell us just a bit about what you do with your business? Yeah. So I started out as an artist. I mean, I've been an artist since like 2010, but I started out professionally as an artist around like 2016, 2017. And um, I went into the world of figuring out like, okay, I'm going to make this a business because I made a promise to myself when I graduated from art school that I wasn't just going to abandon my art, which is so what so many people end up doing because they just don't know they don't teach you how to make money with it. And there's a whole stigma. So I did that for several years. And then when 2020 came, I kind of it like, you know, so much of the world shifted. And I've always had a calling to want to reveal to artists everything that it takes as I was kind of learning what it takes to achieve not just ordinary results, but extraordinary results. So it was driving me crazy that I was seeing you know, all this talent and they were barely getting by or all this talent and they were dramatically undercharging. And it was very rare. You saw an artist who was just like, like killing it and their results who were just like making so much money. It was like a rarity. And even the ones who were doing it, like their mindset sucked. <laughs> I know this because I used to share a studio with one who was doing, you know, pretty well, but because he didn't have the greatest relationship with money as a whole, like he was making several hundred thousand dollars from his work, but it wasn't like, he felt grounded financially. It was like, there was still a mindset around money when COVID hit, like his mindset was in the dumps until it got, he got out of that. So it was just one of those interesting things where I felt like, you know, there's this paradigm that just keeping artists and creative stuck. And I wanted to figure out, well, what does it take? And I was on a mission to figure out what does it take for artists to achieve those results. Like when you go into entrepreneurial circles, you'll see, like, it's very common to see artists or or not artists, entrepreneurs who make like six, seven, eight figures. Like that's a normal thing if you go to an entrepreneurial event. But like, if you go to an artist event, that's like non-existent. So I was like, what is going on here? And I just, it didn't sit well with me. And I was like, well, if no one's going to figure this out, I'm going to figure it out. And I'm going to be the one to change what it's like for artists. I'm going to be the one to create a new story for artists across the world. I love that. And I'm excited to hear what you found out. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us a bit about that journey. Like, where did it take you? 
Yes, it took me in so many different directions. I worked with like, I first started like, what was very interesting is I first started like, like my first two investments were in my business was ultimately, I invested um, in a website. Would I recommend an artist do that first thing now? Probably not, but I didn't know better. So I invested in a website and I invested in an art business mentor and she made it very clear that's what she did. Mm -hmm. And I won't say who it is at this point. But that's um, that's what I did. And it was interesting because I was in those and I felt really excited and really good about these investments. I was like, yeah, this is going to get me where I want to go. And the environment of both communities was like, it was just like nothing extraordinary or some people had extraordinary. It was just, it seemed like they were just an anomaly, like, or they just got lucky. Like it didn't, there wasn't any logical sense why some people are doing okay, why most people were like, just, it didn't seem like anything big was happening in their life. So that led me on a journey of really like searching, well, what are the secrets to success? So I started listening to so many podcasts and hearing these incredible stories and changing my way of thinking. Then um, in 2020, I started studying with Bob Proctor and that completely changed everything because I really just learned how the mind works and how we create success based on our habits, based on how we're programmed, but also based on our point of attraction and what we're naturally attracting because we ourselves are magnets. We have electromagnetic fields, whether you believe it or not, we all have electromagnetic fields and we are magnets for what we believe to be true. We are magnets for just who we are as, as individuals in this moment, based on our beliefs, based on how we choose to show up in the world. So I started discovering that. And, and then when I started learning more about branding, I realized that was a huge piece. That was something that be, I was always very fascinated by branding. Even in the beginning, I heard several people talk about it and some artists were against it. And I was like, no, this is so cool. This is so interesting and so fascinating and, and tell me more. And what was very interesting when I went to the world where I was like, I want to start sharing. I want to start teaching what I've learned, like in all these years of doing this and figuring this out and figuring out the ins and outs. And what was very interesting was every time I like an artist, I would speak to an artist, I would see like, oh, you have not mastered your brand. Like there's no reason why I should buy from you over someone else. Like it was just their work was beautiful. Like, don't get me wrong. But there was nothing about it that was it, there was nothing that made me realize like, oh, I, if I was their ideal client, oh, I need to buy from you. Yeah. And so I started realizing there were these two key things where you're if you don't believe that you're going to achieve multiple six to seven figures, you're never going to get there because your mind you keep self, you're going to keep self sabotaging yourself out of it. And then if you have not established yourself to set yourself apart, especially if you want to go high ticket and you want to sell your for like 10,000, 20,000 beyond, um, you need to have that brand to that backs that up. Of course, I think most of it is an internal game, but it's just like any high ticket luxury brand. Like they don't wait decades before they're like, oh, we're going to charge premium prices now. <laughs> they're just they're like, no, this is who we are. This is this is the brand we're building. This is our market. This is who we're speaking to. Let's create a brand that speaks and that specifically speaks and serves that market. And then they position themselves to do that. And I realized like artists, all artists could do that. They just need to learn how. Absolutely. So those were some of my greatest takeaways and realizing, oh, these are the things that could allow you to collapse timelines, that could allow you to skip decades. And because if you, when you realize you're a magnet and really I, the way I look at it is your brand is ultimately the physical manifestation of your soul calling in a way that the outside world could see it and understand it. Um, when you understand that and you're like, oh, if I master these two things and then implement it, it's not just thing to understand it. It's actually implemented very clearly in my marketing, in my in everything that I do, in my sales, and just the, in every part of my business. That's when I could stand out. That's when I could actually skip the decades because I'm naturally going to attract people who are like, yes, that's exactly what I'm looking for. For sure. 
Yeah. And I had a mentor tell me at one point that your branding is what people say about you when you're not in the room. Yes. I've heard that line too. And I love it. I do too. And it's, it's so true because that's the lasting impression and the feeling that you leave with. Like, I mean, your work is phenomenal. It's absolutely beautiful because I was looking at it and it's, it's beautiful and you've got all the branding tied in together. Yeah. Like where, where do you see that gap for artists? Like it's more than just throwing a website out there. Like how do they alignment for all of those pieces? Well, you have to understand it's a little tricky as an artist because as artists, visuals come first. And as a brand, visuals actually come last where your visuals, like the way I talk about is like the Louis Vuitton. I love to talk about luxury brands because I think it's just fun. Um, But like the Louis Vuitton symbol has no meaning until people understand the significance behind the symbol, until they understand what that symbol actually means. Otherwise, it's just two letters that are put together in a logo. And so that's what you have to understand. It's like, the visuals don't have power until you understand the message, the values, the mission, the frequency, the world of the brand. Until that's established and communicated clearly through everything that you're do- that you do, the visuals alone, they're just a pretty picture. Hey, real quick, it's Julie. I just wanted to say thank you for listening every week. I absolutely adore you and so appreciate your time and your commitment to the show. And I truly love creating free content for you to grow your podcast and your business. And if you want to take our relationship to the next level, I know I would, or you just want to monetize your podcast without ads or sponsorship, hop into my free web class that'll show exactly how. Just go to sevenfigurepodcastbuilder.com slash monetize, and I will see you there. Now back to the conversation. Yeah. So you need to start with the root, right? Like getting clarity and what, are, what is that story? Who are you after? What, you know, what, how do you want to present yourself to be able to pull those visuals in? And what is it that you're actually building? I think that's the beautiful thing about branding is it really allows you to fall in love with what it is you're actually building and realize, oh, this is why I'm creating this. This is what I'm, he- this is what I'm here to do. This is the whole purpose of all this. It's more than just a business. It's more than just to make money. It's to make this beautiful difference. And my business is the ve- my business and brand is the vehicle to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for so many creatives and artists, like we, they paint out of their soul, like they paint yeah. out of that internal yeah. emotion that they're trying yeah. to present yeah. to the world. And it's hard for people to put a monetary value on that. And yeah. well, this is where you have to understand, you need to understand the value of what it is you do. And yeah. I think this is one of the biggest games. And I think you know, I'll share with you something that was very interesting. I used to believe that, yeah, you had to, you know, I, I charged on the higher scale when I was starting out compared to where I guess most people start, but still like I had these weird belief systems, even as I increased my prices, like it took me some time to really align with the new prices to really believe like, yeah, people would buy that at that price point. And it'd be easy to sell that price point. And I remember I had a mentor and she was only in the, in her business for like, I don't know, two years. And within the two years for people who work with her one-on-one, she was charging like maybe a hundred grand and it just completely shifted how I saw things. And it made me realize like, oh, you don't need to wait in any industry. You don't need to wait decades to get there. You just need to, first of all, of course, you need to have the evidence to back up. You need to be able to prove, you need to have some evidence to prove back that that's a worthy investment for someone. But it first comes with you believing 
that what you're charging is worth every penny, you effectively communicating that and getting your audience excited about that. And when you could do that, like I was selling her sell 20,000 programs, like thousand dollar programs, like they were free. Like, so, and it completely shifted just how I completely saw the world. Cause I was like, this is someone who hasn't been in this game that long. She just completely shifted how she saw herself so quickly. And she made sure her branding was elevated with that and how she showed up was elevated with that. And people were happy to pay the investment because of that. And how would you recommend for people to shift from that starving artist mentality to I'm worth every penny mentality? Yeah. That's a really good question. So I think it first starts by taking a look at you and taking a look at what is it that you believe and why did you actually buy into that identity? Like, why did you think that was true? Like who, who in the world made you believe that that's the way reality is? Because mm-hmm. that's actually not reality. That's just the mirror that reality is giving you based on the belief that you decide to adopt. So I would first look at that and be like, is that actually true? And I would actually start finding evidence of people who, you know, because I think evidence really supports us. And then ask yourself, well, what if that wasn't true? What if, like, what if I did an experiment and I started believing something different and I showed up differently? And of course, this is a tricky thing when you start showing up differently, because especially with people who know you, family, friends will be like, well, who do you think you are? (laughs) And you kind of have to be, you may receive that and you kind of have to just distance that and just be like, you know what, they're in a different paradigm. They're in a different frequency. And if I know if I go to their frequency, I'm never going to get where I want to go. So what if I tune into, what if it was possible for me to have like a $10,000 week with my art business? What if I was able to sell painting for 2,000, 5,000, 10,000, 15,000? Like what if, and then go into, because if the, the moment you ask yourself that you tune into a new frequency, you tune into a new reality of it's a different possibility. And it's like, we live in a world where time and space are really just illusions. <laughs> it's other constructs that we use to get to, ma- you know, master this 3D world. But when we get beyond the 3D world, they're just illusions. So if you could tune into that reality where that's actually exists and live there and start showing up in the world and speak, showing marketing that's, you know, aligns with that, you will start seeing a different result. And what if someone, you know, you start sharing your work and someone asks you how much it is and you align with the price. Like, that's the thing you could say, well, it's $5,000, but if you don't believe it's $5,000, they're going to be like, oh, well, that's too, that's too expensive. But if you are fully grounded in that belief, you're like, this is worth every penny. And I know it. And someone asks you and you say that, and then they say like, oh, well, it's too expensive. Like, well, this is my price point. I'm happy. To, like you, if you have other offers, you'd be like a happy offer you prints, or if this is something you really want it, I'm happy to offer you a payment plan. But by not budging on that price point or not being like, oh yeah, you're right. Like then it shows you that like, oh no, people are happy to pay. Yeah. People are happy to pay this, but you just, you need to, you need to first need to be confident in yourself. You need to do the inner work and then ask yourself is how I'm showing up in the world, is that going to attract a high ticket collector? Is that speaking to that person at that standard? Or am I speaking to someone who's just getting by? Yeah. Yeah. And it all comes back to that confidence, right? Like if you don't believe it, you're never going to sell it. (laughs) Not even like transactional sell it, but like verbally, you're not going to be able to convey that confidence if you don't first believe that you're worth that amount, which comes back to the fruit of soul searching and (laughs) alignment. Yeah. Yeah. Do you believe what you're trying to convey to somebody? Yeah, I'd also recommend get yourself in a community where they think differently, whether it's online or in person, you have to get immerse yourself in a different community because if everyone around you is seeing you as a struggling artist or as a struggling creative, it takes a lot of strength and it's hard. 
to constantly be on that level. But if you're around people where that's their normal conversation or where they're always challenging those beliefs, like you're going to rise and elevate. It's just, you are like, there's that saying, you are the five people you spend the most time with. And it's so true. It really is. It's based on, you'll see millionaires, billionaires, they talk about money so differently than the average Joe. They just do. And probably how most families talk, they talk so differently. And it's, I honestly feel it's so refreshing. And the more you're around that, it just shows, changes your beliefs of like, oh, if they could do it, I could do it too. Because you realize they're just humans just like you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not sure why this analogy keeps coming to mind, but you know, as you're describing this, I see it as like, you know, basketball. And I'm not sure again, why this is coming to mind, but like, the kid playing basketball in the streets versus the NBA. Like they have a different yeah. mindset of what yeah. they're able to accomplish. And if you always have that mentality of being on the streets versus now yeah. I can compete with the big dogs and I can yeah. you know, make that kind of money, then ultimately you can get to that level. Yeah. And it doesn't mean it doesn't take work. Like, I don't want people to think, totally. oh, I'm just going to meditate and manifest this. And of yeah. course there are times you can manifest extraordinary things mm-hmm. without doing a ton of work. Like, I don't want to say that's always hard work. But you still need to plant the seeds. Right. There still needs to plant the seeds. Like the people who do the MBA, like even remember, I think, I don't know if it was an interview with Trent Sheldon or someone, but he was sharing how I think one of his kids decided they want to do it or when he decided he wanted to do, um, I forget which, I think it was the NFL or something, and how they showed up as kids every single day to prep themselves because they knew that's where they were going. So not to say you need to plant the seeds. Like you can't create a crappy painting or what we define as a crappy painting. Like <laughs> I, I will, I'll leave that up to interpret it. <laughs> you can't create a crappy painting and then ask $50,000 for it. It's like, there's, of course, you need to feel confident in that price tag. Like I say, crappy is almost like a subjective term in the art world these days. But in this case, you you do need to do the work and you do need to do the work and how you show up and making sure you're still visible and so that you're still consistent and that you're still showing up externally based on the kind of people you want to attract. Make sure you're actually speaking to the people you want to attract. Like you still, there's still that 20%. You still need a master. But when you do that and then you show up in a place of knowing, well, that's when, you know, everything's working for you to get there. Cause you're like, this is where I'm going and I'm not tolerating anything less. Yeah. And what tips would you have for somebody to see if their branding is in alignment, like just a thousand foot yeah. view or a quick check or yeah. like, what would you recommend? Well, I would say, look at the people you're attracting. <laughs> Cause that usually says everything you need to know. Yeah. Uh, look at the people you're attracting and not to say, you know, there is something very fascinating to say. And I even discovered it recently where you may have people who may say like, Oh, um, I'm not, I don't have money yet, or that's too expensive. And then you introduce something that may not even be in the price range yet, but because you show up differently, they're all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, how can I do this? <laughs> so I would see what is the kind of response of the people you're attracting? Are they people who are just like not even willing to invest or like, you know, they're just there's the same excuses over and over again? Or are you attracting people who are like, this is interesting, this is fascinating, and I'm willing to pay a lot of money for it? And your branding will very much speak, will let you know if you're on track to do that. And that's actually something I'm working on with several clients right now where she's done pretty well on her own and working together. She was like, I'm ready to up level. I'm ready to serve a high level client. I'm ready to charge more. And we're looking at, well, let's make sure your messaging is actually speaking to someone. If you want to attract a celebrity client, you want to attract someone who has that level of success, their conversation of what's going on in their head is very different from someone who's just getting started. 
So also making sure, is your messaging speaking to that person at that stage of the game? Mm-hmm. Or are you kind of speaking to someone who's struggling and just getting started? So it's like, there's new, there's new, little nuances, but I'd oversaw, overall say, who are you attracting? What's the, uh, di- the dominant dialogue from who you're attracting? And that will give you plenty of feedback. Absolutely. No, I love that. And and getting to their mentality at at that point where they are in their business. Yeah. And so if there, if you feel like there's a disconnect there, like how can people connect those dots? Like, does it come back to market yeah. research or what do you recommend for that? Well, market research, well, first of all, get really clear. Who is the person you want to serve? And usually I, what I discover when you're selling art, these people, they're interested in what typically it's not, they're not going to be so interested in something that you're typically not. There's a reason there's that attraction to your work because art is such an, like buying art, unless you're just like, I need I have something, I have space in my wall I need to fulfill. <laughs> unless that's the case, buying art is a very emotional transaction. And so they're going to connect with your art because they connect with you. That's just like nine times out of 10, that's going to be the case. I mean, I'm sure there's rare, there's rarity cases where that isn't fully the case, but nine times out of 10, it's because there's an emotional connection to what you're all about, to what you stand for. So I would first get very clear on, okay, if who will be the ideal dream client that I want to serve? And I first look at that and then take a look at, well, who are the people that overall resonate with my art? What is it that they're into? What are their aspirations in life at this point of where they are in their game? What are their desires? What are their challenges? Like really understand where they are and then understand what is it that I'm ultimately building? What is the world that I'm ultimately creating? Like one of my favorite analogies to use, it's like, you know, when you go into a mall and each store has its own world, Mm -hmm. it's like, think of it, if your brand had a store in a mall, what would that world look like? What would it feel like? What would be the immediate feeling when someone walked in? What would, what would it smell like? What would like what would your senses, how would your senses be activated? What would be on the what would be on the walls? What would be on the shelves? And that alone will tell you, this is the world I want to create. Am I effectively communicating that world with everything that I'm doing? I love that. That is awesome. And in your business, you know, and all yeah. that you've accomplished, you've accomplished a heck of a lot, but what does success look like for you? Like, how, what does that mean to you? Yeah. I mean, that, that's such a good question. Cause I think there's definitely a financial component to success where you're like, yeah, I'm at a place where I could buy what I want. I could do what I want to do. I don't need to wait. I don't need to ask permission to do what it is that I want. If I want to travel to this place, I could. If I want to move to this place, I could. I don't have to second guess it. So there's that part. But I also think it's also just this this kind of inner knowing and this inner sense of peace of being whole at the same time. Because you see people who have all that stuff and they're mentally and emotionally all over the place. Yeah. And I do believe that there's a place of peace, of worthiness, of groundedness. So you actually could hold the success that you want. So it's not like you're, you're going to self-sabotage it or you're going to, um, you're going to seek out other ways where you get all the success, but you discover, oh, the, I got this, but it's not enough. So now I want to go down all these other paths because I don't know what else to do now. Yeah. So it's like kind of a success that I feel like feels good on the inside and outside. I love that. And peace yeah. is such a big thing in my life. Like that's what I, yeah. it's not the right word, but that's what I'm always seeking is just that internal, yeah. I'm an internal peace. And that's priceless in my opinion. Yeah. And I think in the pursuit of success, we sometimes, 
it's like that's what we ultimately want and that's what we want it but it's like I was even having a conversation with someone yesterday because I've been like we're in for those who I don't know when this is going to air but uh, we're in eclipse season right now so there's as we all know there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world and I'm naturally sensitive so it weighs on me <laughs> and then yesterday I was like you know what I don't have the mentality when to show up where I need to show up I don't have the mentality to do a regular work day like I typically do so I'm just going to give myself the day to just do what I need to do and it's kind of funny we build businesses so we could do that but when we actually do that there's so much guilt that comes with that and we're like oh okay this is where still work I need to internally do to feel peace to feel worthy enough to do that and not feel guilty about that yeah yeah for sure and you've got a ton going on in your business but what can people expect from you next yeah, what can people set for me next? Well, that's such a good question. <laughs> like, where do we start? <laughs> yeah, what can we expect for us next? Like right now, we're doing this art of business series, which is really awesome. We stream it right now in our we have a special Facebook group called Seven Figure Arts and Creative Entrepreneurs on, on Facebook. And so that's where we're really focusing on just educating artists and really sharing information that I wish was available when I was just starting out of all the nuances of being in business and all the different things involved that are different skill sets from just the, you know, what it takes to create a beautiful painting is a very different skill set from what it takes to build a business. So that's where we really cover there. Um, for me on a professional level, I mean, my goal of what's coming next is we're about to release a really huge platform on our, on the new website. That's where being built by the behind the scenes where we're going to have so much value that's going to be offered 24 seven, which I am so excited about. And for me, professionally, I have a goal to really be on stages really soon. I feel like that's been a calling of mine for a really long time. And I just haven't fully, because there's so many parts of like, oh, I need to do this first. I need to do this first. And for me, I feel like that's a big calling to actually get on stage, like a phys- not just a virtual stage, a physical stage and <laughs> be there to really serve and, you know, really change the thinking of people all over the world. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love it. And to what you mentioned, there's stages everywhere, right? Like there's the digital stages and the physical stages, but yeah, yeah, that's that's really exciting. Thank you. Well, to that point of when you get on those stages, but if you had the attention of the whole world, if it was a really big stage for five minutes, what would you tell them? Yeah, so it's such a beautiful question. I would say, and this, it's so funny just with the timing of, you know, what's being released in the world and what's what's coming up is that you're never going to find true happiness or true success until you yourself feel worthy. I think that's a big thing. And I think worthiness is ultimately, if we don't feel worthy, many times we self-sabotage, but even if you get past that and still achieve what you want and not self-sabotage from that end, it's going to just, you're never going to feel like what you want out of success, you're never going to feel that until you feel okay with you, until you're grounded with you, until you're stable within you. And I think that's a big thing because the whole world kind of teaches us that we're not that. We spend our whole lives where people are like, you need this to be worthy. You need this to be valuable. You need this to be enough. And we lose touch with who we actually are because we allow the world, because we're too young to know better <laughs> from age zero to seven, but I'd say that even goes to into our twenties and thirties and beyond until we recognize that we are enough just as we are. And we don't need the outside stuff. If we want it, there's nothing wrong with having it. And if it, you know, it brings more pleasure to your life, that's amazing. 
you should enjoy. You're here, you're human. You're in this physical world to have a physical experience. So you should enjoy those things, but you don't need those things to be worthy. That's just an extra added bonus. And I think when you could find that internal stability within you, that's when you'll find everything you want in life. But until you find that, there's always going to be that searching and seeking and feeling like even if you get the money, even if you get the car, even if you get the house, even if you get the person, you're never going to feel satisfied until you are okay with you. I love that. I love that. And you can run away from it. You can chase it. You can yeah. find it. Like, But it's it's always there. And if you, yeah, you don't have that internal peace and worthiness, you're always going to be looking for it. Yeah. And you'll always be, at least in my experience, like, and this goes back to like traumas and stuff I had, I had to deal with in my past, but I realized I've always had this habit of like running away, not even knowing that I was doing it because that for a while was a survival mechanism. Like I couldn't do anything, but I could run away. That was one thing I could do, but you don't realize at a certain point you end up running away from you. You, you don't realize you're doing that because it's just such a self-conscious pattern. You're like, I do I'm doing this because I need, I need something different, but you don't realize like, oh, what if I could find peace and stability right where I am now? What if I could find worthiness right where I am now? And then anywhere I go, I'll be okay. Yeah. Cause I don't need to run away. I'm choosing cause I want to be here, but it's not because I like, I need to run away from something else. Yeah. That's finding peace in the storm instead of waiting for the storm to stop, to find peace or running away from the storm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So for those that are listening, that would love to work with you and connect with yeah. you and find more, how can they support you? Where can they find you online? Yeah, I say right now, Facebook is where I spend the most amount of time. We're actually going to start being more visible on Instagram. My handle right now is Samantha G. Kaplan. We took a, I ended up taking a year off from Instagram for personal reasons, but we're in a place where we're like, okay, we're going to play the game again. <laughs> Social media is a game. For those of you who don't know, it's a game. You just choose which one am I going to play. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so we're going to start playing that game again. But I would say... Um, Facebook is probably my Facebook handle is Samantha is Sammy Kaplan. Um, our Facebook group is seven figure arts and creative entrepreneurs, Samantha G Kaplan. When that's live, that will be an amazing place. It's not live yet. Um, but as soon as it is, that will be an amazing place. But I would say Facebook is the best place to connect with us. That's where really all our value is, where we offer so much value and we can really start kind of giving you what are the key things you need to do to start making those, what are those shifts you need to make in your life to start dramatically quantum leaping your results but a lot that allows you to start five to six time your income in the next 30 days like what are those shifts that you need to make that could allow you to do that awesome i love it and we'll have all the links down below for everybody to come check them out and awesome. see your beautiful work and all thank the amazing you. things you're doing thank you thank you yeah. so much for having me of course no thank you for being on this was a lot of fun today for sure awesome thanks julie <laughs> And for those that found value in this episode, please do share it. That's how people find us. And you can find me at sevenfigurebuilder.com. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. You've been listening to the Seven Figure Builder Show with Julie Baranek. Julie cut her teeth consulting for Fortune 500 companies worldwide. And now she's redirected that knowledge and power to support entrepreneurs like you. She focuses on relationship-based lead generation and the magic of podcasting. If you're looking to elevate your business through storytelling, branding, and efficient systems, well, you found your new home. 
is what we do. If you enjoyed the show and got something from it, make sure to like, rate, and review. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, find us on Instagram at 7figurebuilder. Find the website at 7figurebuilder.com. And to learn how to automate your podcast with Julie, find that site at 7figurepodcastbuilder.com. See you next time on the 7 Figure Builder Show.